0: hello everyone let's move let's groove let's party pods today we will give a thought or two to experiential learning what is experiential learning we have heard a lot about it in the past and in the present also the national education policy is also speaking about experiential learning it's all about learning through experience learning by doing we have done that and we have read about it that's why we are teachers. We, uh, during our teaching practice, we learned about experiential learning. But what happens when we come to our real classrooms? How many times have we as teachers applied it in our classrooms? The class strength, the time limit, syllabus completion, paperwork, the meetings, all these are biggest barriers that come in the way of smooth functioning of experiential learning. What if we devote just one day a week for this kind of learning? I think that would be great for a start. Because the power of experiential learning is really wonderful. Have you ever wanted to learn how to bake a cake? So what are the steps? You go through books, the recipe books, you go through YouTube videos, you call up people, you ask them the recipes. But what gives you the real confidence? Well, the real confidence comes when you actually bake the cake yourself. Same is the case with driving. Whether it be driving a car or riding a bicycle, you, the real confidence comes when you actually get into the car, get the hold of the steering wheel and then you start driving and get into the main road. That is what gives you real life experience and real life learning, which you'll never forget. Once you bake a cake, once you drive a car or ride a bicycle, are you going to forget? No, it stays with you because you have been on that learning path. You have experienced it. So that's what experiential learning is all about. David Kolb synthesized the words experiencing, reflecting, thinking, acting to explain the model of experiential learning. He said, learning is the experience, is the process whereby knowledge is created through the transformation of experience. It prepares lifelong learners. So when the school reopens post-corona, do we have any planned strategies as we continue with the classes or do we continue with the same old lecture method of either dictating or taking down notes from the board and telling the children to copy it. If children experience this kind of learning for the first time, that is experiential learning, there will be noise, there will be chaos, there will be confusion, excitement, enthusiasm, a lot of things will happen. And as a teacher, I can well imagine there will be lot of challenges it's a big challenge for any teacher to hold an experiential learning task in the classroom but when it is done over a period of time like regularly children learn life skills of collaboration teamwork communication initiating and even creativity the first time yes there will be confusion but when they are on the path of experiential learning they would love it and You will see how disciplined the class is. I have tried it with toddlers. I have tried it with class one, even higher classes. And it has been really difficult in the beginning. But after two, three classes of experiential learning, they know that, you know, these are the groups that they have to work on. This is the teamwork which is required. This is the activity that has to be done. The follow-up has to be done. So they... You know, they are not trained that way. We teachers are not trained that way. So once we get into this mode, initially it will be challenging. It will be difficult. But once we are on that path and we bring the children on that path, it will be very easy. Take my word for that. I love giving concrete examples else, we find ourselves revolving around discussions and theories always. So let me give you an example in real classroom and online also. First of all, there are some prerequisites required for experiential learning. You need to plan it properly. What is the topic? What are the safety concerns? How will you divide the class? Are they expected to bring something before the class begins? So, all these parameters have to be taken into account. Now, let me take an example. Uh, suppose you're teaching measurement, meters, centimeters to uh, any grade class, say a uh, 10 year old or 11 year old. So, you, what you can do is you can tell them to bring a measurement tape. And then the activity is that first you divide them into five. Um, groups of say six children in each group or seven children depending on the strength of the class and then give them the task of measuring any standardized objects in the classroom maybe the desk or the dimensions of the classroom and then see uh, we'll follow the uh, uh, the same four points given by David Cote over here also so the experiential learning is happening because they are doing the activity now for reflecting also they are comparing the groups can compare the, the dimensions that they have noted down that would could be the reflecting one and then thinking could also be analyzing and comparing the data which they have accumulated and for acting which David Cole had uh, mentioned uh, for acting. The teacher can give them a situation where she can say that, okay, we have 10 uh, desks in our classroom right now. So, suppose the dimensions are increased, the classroom dimensions are increased. So, what are the possible, you know, approximate um, desks that can come in? What are the number of deaths? So you will have different groups coming up with different explanations and different numbers. So that's okay. That's experiential learning because they're analyzing, they're comparing, they're thinking. So everything is included in this. So that is what we mean by experiential learning when we get into the depth of any particular topic that you are taking in a class. We as teachers are so fascinated or so pressurized by covering up the syllabus let's not get into that trench of covering the syllabus let's get into the feeling of the topic which gets into the children's mind so clearly that so clearly that they uh, know it stays with them for life the measurement that they have done the comparison the perimeter, if they have uh, calculated that will stay with them in the higher class also and they'll reach the next level rather than going to the basic level again so that is what experiential learning does so another example could be you know even fractions can be taught through tearing paper folding paper cutting vegetables simple machines available at home can be brought to the online arena (laughs) for example opening uh, the bottle opener is a simple machine so that can be brought and you know even uh, the scissor so uh, the parts of the scissor can be explained through the simple mechanics of how it works and how it uh, cuts paper so that's experiential learning and even when you are uh, teaching uh, smaller children you are introducing nouns you can include uh, online you can have this game which I call Queen of Sheba Queen of Sheba wants a book and they run to get a book so they know that objects are nouns they can you can say that okay now you write uh, a name of an animal which has at least uh, two letters in your name also for example Patricia Patricia can uh, write say elephant so there is, there are two letters which, uh, which are, you know, there in Patricia and elephant too. So same way we can go on with other uh, things. For example, you can say places, names of places, two letters or three letters. Or uh, if your name is Nandini, so then New Delhi, no, it should start, uh, think of a place which starts with the letter of your name. As simple as that. So there are a lot of uh, games and activities that can be done online, also through experiential learning. And I can go on with you. Just tell me the topic, and I'll help you with the experiential learning. And of course, I recently hope that this podcast helps you in your classes with making it, you know, more lively. So there are innumerable ways of conducting experiential learning online too. Take good care of yourself. All the very best to you. Keep rocking because all teachers are rock stars. That's what I believe. Take good care of yourself. This is Nina Matthews signing off from Mind and Me. Bye-bye. I'll see you next week.